بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاه والسلام على اشرف الانبياء والمرسلين سيدنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين ومن تبعهم باحسان الى يوم الدين respected elders the brothers and sisters my friends assalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh alhamdulillah we find ourselves on the 16th day of ramadan and before we know it it will be over before we know it it will be gone before we know it it will be history and as we go through this month as we pass and offer salah at night and recite Quran and make dua and give in charity what we are seeking foremost is the pleasure of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we want Allah azza wa jalla to be happy we want Allah azza wa jalla to love us and one of the things that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves from His servants. One thing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves from His servants is when they turn to Him seeking forgiveness. When a servant of Allah turns to the Creator, to her Creator seeking forgiveness and repenting for sins, this is something that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves. And Allah Azza wa Jal loves that person for doing that. As he says, Surah Al-Baqarah, إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُحِبُّ التَّوَّابِينَ That indeed, Allah loves, يُحِبُّ Allah loves those who are constantly repentant, who are continuously turning to Him over and over and over again, confessing for their sins for their shortcomings and seeking his forgiveness. The Prophet ﷺ said that verily Allah is more pleased, Allah is more happy with the repentance of his servant than a person. And you imagine this scenario. Imagine the situation of this person. Then the person who has his camel, his means of transportation, in a waterless desert. Imagine you are in a desert where there is no water. And this camel is carrying his provision of food and drink. So you're traveling through the desert. You're alone. And all of your belongings, your food, your water, everything is on your camel. It's on your means of transportation. And it is lost. It is lost. You're stranded in the desert. You have no water, no food, no satellite phone, no means of communication. You're stuck, you're stranded in the middle of the desert with no water. The Prophet continues with the example and says, He, that person, having lost all hopes, given up the hope, the expectation of seeing that camel again, of getting any more water, of getting any more food, imagine that point of desperation, that feeling of desperation of that person. That person lies down, you lie down, 
in the shame, and you're disappointed about what has happened, and you're reflecting, the Prophet ﷺ gives us this example that the person lies down in the shade, disappointed about his camel, when all of a sudden he finds that camel standing in front of him. All of a sudden you look up and you see once again that your camel upon which your life depended because all of your supplies, your water was on that camel, all of a sudden it has returned to you. You can imagine the happiness of that person. How relieved, how satisfied, how happy that person must be at that point. The Prophet tells us that Allah is more happy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is more pleased with your repentance, with the repentance and the service than that person who finds himself in that situation. And when we have the pleasure of Allah, when Allah Azza wa Jal becomes happy, then everything becomes easy. Everything becomes easy because Allah is yours and you are Allah's. You have established that relationship with Allah Azza wa Jal, where you love Him and you are seeking His pleasure. And He is happy and He loves you. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us in the Qur'an, وَتُوبُوا إِلَى اللَّهِ جَمِيعًا أَيُّهَا الْمُؤْمِنُونَ لَعَلَّكُمْ تُسْلِحُونَ And all of you, all of you, believers, beg, beg Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive you. Beg for the forgiveness of Allah azza wa jal. Turn to Allah with repentance, seeking forgiveness, O believers, so that you may be successful. If you truly want to be successful, turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala seeking forgiveness. No one in this room, none of us, including myself, none of us is perfect. No one is 100% pure. No one is completely sinless. Every single person, every single one of us, has some issue. Every single one of us, except for the children, of course, because they're sinless and innocent until they get to a certain age. But I'm talking about the adults. None of us, the adults in this room, are sinless or are 100% pure. Everyone has some skeletons in their closet, has some history that we don't want others to know about, that we want to hide, we wish we could wipe out from our memory from our book of deeds. There is some, there is some filth in every single one of us, in our minds and in our hearts. We have charges against us. We have committed infractions. We may have not received the ticket yet. We haven't had the court date yet. But we all have some infractions. How should we feel about that? The Prophet ﷺ has told us that a believer, this is one of the qualities of the believer, a believer sees his wrong actions, his misdeeds, his mistakes, his sins, as if he were sitting under a mountain. As if he was sitting under a mountain which he fears will fall on him. This is the state of the believer. And how a believer feels about his or her sins. It's like a mountain that can fall on me any time. And the Prophet ﷺ has told us that the impious person sees his wrong actions like flies, like flies passing over his nose, and he does this, and the, and the narrator demonstrated it. 
Leaving hand in front of the nose. You know, as you wave off mosquitoes, you usually kill mosquitoes, the flies, you know, that are annoying just minor annoyances. They're mi- minor, yeah, it's just a minor discomfort. It's taken as nothing very serious. But the believer doesn't see his or her things as little flies. The believer looks at them as mountains. Even the smallest of things, the believer feels that this is something that can cause my destruction. This is something that can fall upon me and hurt me. If not in this world, then in the hereafter. So my brothers and sisters, we are loaded. We are loaded with things. And they can drag us. They can drag us down on the day of judgment. When every single pound, every single kilogram, every single gram will count in terms of weight of our good deeds and our bad deeds. So this is the time to shed that weight. When we think about fasting, we look at the weight machine to see how well we're doing. Right? But this is the time to shed that other weight, that weight which is going to have an impact on our way in on the day of judgment. And if we do that, if we can shed that weight, we can become the best people. We can become the best people in the sight of Allah Azza wa Jal, how the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam has said that Kullu Bani Adam that all the children of Adam are sinners. No one's perfect. They all make mistakes. They all commit sins. The best, the best of these sinners, which is all of us, all the adults, the best are those who repent. The best are those who repent and turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has told us that when we sin, when we commit a sin, and we all do, so this applies to all of us, when we commit a sin, a darkness appears in our spiritual heart. There is a black spot, a stain, which appears on our spiritual heart. And this continues to pile up and Cause the rockiness causes our heart to rot and to become foul. And when that happens, it becomes an obstacle to seeing the truth. It becomes an obstacle to doing good. It becomes an obstacle to getting close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because all of those things have to do with the spiritual heart. And if the heart is in a state of confusion, if the heart is covered with layers upon layers of filth and dirt, and dirt. If the heart is clouded by the effects of these sins, then it becomes very hard for it to want to do good. And we need to want to do good in order to do good, in order to get close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And what's the solution to that? The solution is the remembrance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The solution is repentance. The solution is seeking forgiveness from Allah azza wa jalla. This is the cleaning solution. This is the prescription that purifies and removes the darkness, removes the cloud and smoke of sins in this life. And you know, my brothers and sisters, we race and we compete with each other in many worldly things when it comes to our homes, when it comes to our cars, when it comes to our children's education, when it comes to their marriage, when it comes to our wealth, when it comes to working out. So many things we compete for. 
in this world with one another. But what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala really wants us to wait for, what Allah really wants us to compete for, is for His forgiveness and for Jannah. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala tells us, race, compete, run for it. Take a run, make a run for Jannah. Make a run for my forgiveness. And my brothers and sisters, the first step, the first step in getting there is to hit the reset button. You know when our phone or our device starts acting a little bit off, it goes off track. It's not performing the way it's designed to perform. What do we do? We hit the reset button. We hit the reset button because we know when we hit reset, it's going to go back to the default settings. Hopefully it's going to go unless we do the two levels, right? So we try to do a regular reset to see if that solves the problem. If it doesn't, we do a factory reset. We lose all of our settings, we lose everything, but we know that the device will be back in its original form. What kind of reset do we need to do? A regular reset or a factory reset? Right? We decide the type of reset, the level of reset that we require. And that reset button is is repentance to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We sincerely turn to Allah and we apologize. We sincerely turn to Allah. That sincerely part is very important. We sincerely decide at this moment that I need to change my life. I need to stop the things that I have been doing outside of Ramadan. Things perhaps that I have stopped now, I have controlled myself. Which shows, that's what shows us, and Ramadan shows us, that we actually have lots of inner strength. We are able to control our desires. We are able to control ourselves. So this is the time to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and to apologize. Allah azza wa jalla in this month has given us a special opportunity to wipe our souls clean, to do a factory reset. This is the month of forgiveness and the month of mercy. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala offers special amnesty. Special amnesty. You know sometimes in some cities there are these programs in other countries. You bring in your records, hand it in, no questions asked. No questions asked, no one will ask you what you did with this weapon. Nobody will ask you where you got it from. Nobody will ask you anything, you just come and drop it off at the police station or anywhere else and no questions asked. And sometimes they even throw in a gift card or something. Okay? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will give you much more. Turn yourself into Allah Check yourself, your mind and your heart into Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The doors of amnesty are open. They're always open. The doors of forgiveness are always open, but they're even wider now. It's well advertised. Even if you have committed tons of sins, even if you have never prayed all of last year, and you only come for Jum'ah in the month of Ramadan, or you only offer Eid Salah, no matter how much alcohol someone may have drank, no matter how much drugs they did, no matter what type of religion and relationships they have, no matter if they committed the worst of sins that the person can think of, no matter if they cheated and lied and they forged and they gambled and they deceived people and they watched filthy material and they thought no one was watching. And they ate and earned haram and backbiting is like eating the flesh of another person. Use foul language with the same tongue that they remember Allah with or anything else. 
The door is open for you. The door is open for you right now. The door is open for all of us right now. To connect with Allah Azza wa Jal. And to decide to be a new person from now on. To decide that I need to bring change in my life. What I am up to is not right. What I have been doing is wrong. And I need it to stop. For my own betterment. For my own life. And for my hereafter. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to be happy with you. He wants to forgive you. But you have to take that first step. You have to hit that reset button. So my brothers and sisters, let us stand in prayer. Let us stand and think about ourselves. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. Think about your mouth, your tongue, and all of the sins that may be written in your book of deeds that have been caused by this tongue. Think about your two hands and all of the sins that may be written in your book of deeds that were done by these hands. Think about your feet and all of the sins that may be written in your book because of those feet. Think about your mind and everything that exists in here that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala might ask you about that we don't want others to know about. Let us think about our body, our middle waist area. Think about all of the sins that each part of our body has committed. What were they involved in? What have they done? What will they speak about on the day of resurrection? And think deeply, my brothers and sisters, that what is the root cause? Why do I do these things? What leads me to do this? What is fueling this? So identify these viruses that are making us spiritually ill and then start the cleansing process, a three-step purification process. Stop the action. Most chances are you have stopped in this month. I hope it's not Allah. If not, try to stop it. And don't start again. If you stopped it before uh, for Ramadan, try not to start it again. Second, feel regret. This is important. Feel regret. It has to go down to the heart. Feel bad about what you have done. Feel guilty about it. The realization is very important that what I have done is wrong. Third, make a solid resolve to never, to never return to that sin and really try not to. Try your utmost with every single ink of every single iota of strength inside your body. Try not to return to it. But if it so happens, even then, then repeat these steps. These steps. The trap that is sometimes set for us by shaitan, by our nafs, by our inner desires, is that I'm too bad. I'm too spoiled. I have gone too low. I can't do this right now. I can't turn to Allah. I need to improve first before I can turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Don't fall for that trap. Yes, you can. You can do it right now. You don't need to wait for anything because we never know when it's going to be too late to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So one good way to do it, my brothers and sisters, the middle of the night, make it an intimate affair with Allah Azza wa Jal, with you and Allah alone and no one else, in the darkest of the night. Offer surah, offer surah as a prayer, and think about everything you have done. Think about all of the sins you have committed with your hands, hands, with your eyes, with your mouth, with your feet, with all other parts of your body. Turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Cry to Allah, talk to Allah. And fess up for everything and promise 
that you'll try your best to stay clean, to stay on the straight path. And crying, it's good to cry to Allah. It is a sign of closeness to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to actually cry and make it a regular practice to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu said that, O oh people, repent to Allah. Repent to Allah and seek His forgiveness. And he says, فَإِنِّي أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ فِي الْيَوْمِ The Prophet ﷺ would go through this process, would do this 100 times a day. A hundred times a day. أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ رَبِّهِ وَكُلِّ ذَنْبِهِ وَأَتُوبُ إِلَيْهِ And the different forms of istighfar. It doesn't take long. أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ أَسْتَغْفِرُ اللَّهَ 100 and how much, many more times do we need that forgiveness and that repentance in the Prophet ﷺ himself? And finally, I will close with the hadith of the Prophet ﷺ, where he says that Allah the Almighty said, O son of Adam, O son of Adam, so long as you call upon me and ask of me, I shall forgive you for what you have done and I shall not mind. O son of Adam, were your sins to reach the clouds of the sky, and were you then to ask forgiveness of me, I would forgive you. O son of Adam, were you to come to me with sins nearly as great as the earth, and were you then to face me as striving no partner with me, I would bring you forgiveness nearly as great as my brothers and sisters, the mercy and forgiveness of Allah is vast. Do not underestimate the mercy and forgiveness of Allah. But that first step has to come from us. That desire, that zeal needs to come from within. And inshallah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant us his forgiveness. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us all. May Allah forgive his shabbat, shower his forgiveness and his mercy upon us. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us from falling for the traps of Nafsul Shaytan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala keep us pure after the month of Ramadan. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala call us back in a state in which our hearts and our mind is pure in a way that is easy so that when we arrive, we find a good place for us in the hereafter. Alhamdulillah, A couple of quick announcements, inshaAllah. Uh, so, uh, I want to first of all thank you for your support, alhamdulillah, over the past couple of weeks. And uh, our goal uh, for the month of Ramadan for to keep our ongoing services going and inshallah to have some money to make an offer for the Masjid demand for our Masjid and Community Center project, alhamdulillah, is $300,000. And alhamdulillah, we've made good progress. We're close to $65,000, alhamdulillah. We still have almost half a month remaining. This is a great time, my brothers and sisters. If we all pitch in, if we all did our utmost, then we can get over this mark very, very easily. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala soften our hearts. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make it easy for us to support this good cause, inshaAllah. A part of today's collection of money that is raised in the box will go towards the stars that are happening around the city. As I mentioned before, when there is a request for money from the KMA for something which we normally do not do, we ask or we let you know. So we let you know that a portion of tonight's of today's election will be go for a fraud in various places around the city, which is being held by various organizations, inshallah. So please support that initiative and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will reward you. Um, inshallah we have uh,
overnight program coming up tomorrow evening, Saturday night into Sunday morning at our Musalla, 1120 March Road, entrance in the back. Uh, and this will get started around 1.30, inshallah, the p.m. And hopefully you'll have time for a short reminder. Please make an effort to come, or wish yourself and your families. Um, there's a, a Jamia Omar has an event coming up for boys, the Boys Free Throw Contest Basketball. This is happening on July 11th, inshallah, from 6.15 to Maghrib, ages 13 to 20. And if God will be served once again Saturday, July 11th, you can register at jamiaomar.org.org. الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر الله أكبر أشهد أن لا إله إلا الله أشهد أن لا أشهد أن محمد رسول الله أشهد 